one and we're back we're back i had to take a little break my guys you know when you smoke you kind of get cut in the mouth so you know you need to stay hydrated make sure you drink some water mm. right. um so you want to do basketball yeah okay. sure uh josh richard uh, mavericks traded seth curry for josh richardson uh, my initial thoughts it looks like Josh Richardson's like four years younger than Seth Curry. And Seth Curry, he's the best three-point shooter of all time with the small sample. But he sucked in the bubble, so fuck him. Uh, we bought low, sold high on him. And my understanding is Josh Richardson is badass at defense. As a key, the Mavs need wing defenders. If you're going to play in the West, Doncic is not really that good of a defender. We know that. He rebounds, but he ain't that good of a defender, right? You don't want to put too much pressure on him. You, we have, we have Richardson, we have Finley. Is it, what's his, what's that guy's name? Is what's his name? Is it Finley? What's uh, the guy? The, the other guy's name there. Dor- his name. Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah. Yeah. We have him. We have Powell. Those are three good defensive pieces you have. You know what I'm saying? And they could score some points. And because you have Luca, you don't have to worry about offense. And then you have Kristaps, and Kristaps is pretty decent defensively if you surround him with good defensive guys up front. So I feel like it's a good it's a good trade, and I get what they're trying to do now. They're trying to build a Luka-based team. Good. And for Luka to be good, you got to surround him with defense where he doesn't have to worry a lot. You know what I'm saying? Now we need a big guy that could actually do something. You know, so if we could find a way to get a big guy, I feel like we'll be we'll be set. You know, we have Carly Stein, but Carly Stein is just, I don't even know if we still have him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about that dude from Sacramento, Bogdan? Is, is he related to Boban? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> but he's, a, he's just a three-point shooter. You know, he, he, uh, I think with him, it's just him shooting his threes, him just, he spaces the game. That's really what he does. And so we already have that. With KP. We already have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have that with Kristaps, too. Kristaps could, could take you in and out. But singers could take you in and out. So you have you have players who could take you both in and out. So you ain't got to worry about that. All right. Well, um, so like, but the NBA, the NBA starts next month, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because... You know, we get we get NBA, we get NFL, we get all the sports going back up, and I can't wait to see what the Mavs do. Yeah. The Lakers actually getting stacked, but they lost Rondo, so they lost playoff Rondo. He's gone. Playoff Rondo, that's the key. Speaking of playoff Rondo, uh, his resurgence city was New Orleans. They made a coaching change. We haven't touched on it yet. I was wondering your thoughts on Stan Van Gundy. That was interesting. That was an interesting hire for me. Because I felt like they didn't upgrade. I really don't. I don't think. I don't think he's a better coach than Alvin Gentry. I don't know, man. Stan Van Gundy. I don't know about Alvin. I just don't because I've seen. I've, I, he's, he took a team to the final, yeah, but he's just like a yeller. He yells a lot. That's high blood pressure. So for me, I just don't see his value in a sense. I don't see, I don't see the upgrade there. I feel like the upgrade in the GM and the front office, I like who they hired there. I like the player selection. I like the team they're putting together. 
But I honestly feel like they should have gone the Golden State route and found a coach from that tree. I mean, because a lot of these younger players do Alvin. well with this kind of stuff. That's what they had with Alvin Gentry, though. And that's why I feel like they didn't, they're not upgrading. Yeah. I feel like he needed time. That's Monty Williams. He's the fucking man. I mean, I, I get why they fired him. And it's another one of my boys uh, that just moved here who lived in New Orleans with me those uh, past prior four years prior to this one. He said that he's at peace with Anthony Davis. Now, I think that's kind of bullshit. I mean, Anthony Davis is one of the reasons that they lost that fucking wonder kid coach, Monty Williams. He's amazing. Or Phoenix is going to be good. Phoenix. And he's, he's awesome. And I get why they fired him. They, they wanted to try to do everything for Anthony Davis, but I don't think Anthony Davis was really that into, really that into New Orleans. He wasn't really that uh, into commit to anything until he got put into a, a cushy spot. That's interesting because they got Chris Paul. And I was thinking about it. I was like, Monty Williams is very familiar with Chris Paul. Chris yeah. Paul is very familiar with Monty Williams. And Chris Paul now has Devin Booker. Yeah. He never had a Devin Booker before. Yeah. That's scary. That's scary. But it's still Phoenix, and they still drafted DeAndre Ayton over Luka. So fuck them. They're going to be like the new Oklahoma. Well, that's our blessing. We can't, we can't, we should thank them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Phoenix. They're going to be like the new Oklahoma City. They're making all these smart moves. They're going to do a lot of winning, but they're ultimately going to be remembered for having having everything at their fingertips and somehow f- letting it fall through and then just being pretty good after that, but never a title good, never trophy good. Perhaps. You never know. 2020 has shown us a lot of shit. Yeah. So... It's, 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 it's pretty it's pretty crazy you know so i got my little brothers and my friends here to talk about playing basketball but you know are they all they're all covid survivors too they're all covid survivors yeah. welcome to the other side congratulations <laughs> i was hospitalized couldn't breathe yes. what Oh, that my left leg. Oh man! Well, congratulations for all, all that <laughs> that you just went through. Steven, where's your mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, we're, we're, the COVID attacked us. We're like, Wuhan, we don't want you. You're gone. So it was crazy. That's fun. Because they're here. Because chilling. Yeah. Did you hear about um uh edit that edit that M word that I used? <laughs> I just realized I used that. Yeah. Did you hear about edit that. of COVID? Uh did you hear about Frat Stafford? He's playing uh their morning game on Thanksgiving. Did you hear about his wife? She made a Instagram post. She said she was tired of living in the Michigan dictatorship. <laughs> it was pretty funny. They want to come back to Texas. Yeah, come back to Texas or come to Florida. Florida's the most free place in the world. I can't believe I, I'm from New Orleans, which I, I was the most free place in America. And then this year I moved to Florida, and now that's the most free place in America. 
It's like I'm attracted to freedom. Freedom is a magnet to me. You could call me Freedom Steven. Steven Freedom. <laughs> I like Florida too. It's a crazy place. It's a crazy place. I remember going to Boca Raton and then we went to, uh, what's it called? I forgot what that city is next to it. We Ubered, we Ubered all the way down there. It was hilarious. It was a fun, it was fun times. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You know, so. All right. But shoot, how's life? How's life going? You know. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, pretty good, man. Just, uh, just, just watching sports, man. What do you think the economy is gonna do? What do you think the What do you think the stock market is gonna do next year? Let's uh, dive into think, some random shit. I think it's gonna boom, um, because everyone is gonna be uh, confident and like out again buying shit. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be boom. The twenties were always uh, the the twenties were always set up to be a roaring decade, and apparently you can go back from like all of the centuries prior. We know the last century, the twenties were a fucking boom, and the eighteen twenties. Apparently, it's like a cycle thing. Like there was world crisis uh, during World War One from like nineteen uh, fourteen to nineteen twenty or whatever, and then they had the Spanish flu. They had the Spanish flu a hundred years ago, like right after World War One. It was like in 1918, and then the 20s boomed. And like we have got all these innovations set up, like in, innovation. People talk about when they people talk about the economy, and they uh, they talk about all these like technical things and like policies and things like that. Really, what drives economic booms is inventions and innovations. And right. I think we're business people making moves. Pushing yeah. shit together, You're right? Is 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 the is the is Elon Musk of the world? Is the Be- Bezos of the world? You have to give them more more room to create and do those things. Uh, I think it's gonna boom too. I think I think human psyche is there's gonna be more hope, you know. And I I uh, I don't know, you know. If people if you if you want to make money, please go to the stock market, make some money. Uh-huh. What bets we make? What bets are we calling this? What bets are we calling today, Steph? Uh, Steven? Tell us what bets. Let's let's close with some bets. Let's help people make some money. Um, shoot. As far as right now, because we we gave out a couple last week, and I'm still kind of riding high on that Cowboys plus eight hundred one. I did give another one out a lottery ticket bet on Inter Miami one hundred and fifty to one to win the MLS, and uh, I can recap that in a little bit. Um, as far as bets to make right now, I mean, if I have to say, gun to my head, whatever the Chiefs are. That that's gonna be your guarantee. Like, put a bet on the Chiefs, and then we can think about some other. If you missed out on that Cowboys bet that we gave, you we can think of some other bets over time. But bet on the Chiefs right now. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make it to the AFC Championship game for sure, for sure. And I think they're probably gonna win it. But um, you, I, I have a, a few soccer rants. So, um, you want me to run down them? To end it, did you see the promos on? Oh, this is a bet. This is a bet. This is a single game bet. I was thinking futures, but this is a single game bet. Did you see the promos during Sunday night You Can you mute? Because I think it will uh, it will cut me. You always your uh, feed gets priority over mine. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you see those promos? During Sunday Night Football for Chelsea versus Tottenham. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I know that yeah. was, that was, that was awesome. 
It's going to be in the NFL pre-gaming time slot, 11.30 a.m. Central time. Uh, that game's going to be super cool. And Tottenham is underdogs uh, for the second week in a row. We were underdogs last week against Manchester Shitty. And no, y'all was, y'all was, y'all was, what's the card? Um, this is a huge game, a huge-ass game. And super fun. Tottenham is uh, on the goal line spread. They are plus a half goal. So if they draw, oh, win, you win. Really do that. They're going to do that. Uh, I could talk a lot more about Tottenham later in this in the season, but I think that's that's probably all anyone cares about Tottenham right now. But that bet, Tottenham plus one, Chelsea, hammer it. Um, as far as the MLS playoffs, uh, I was not expecting to be interested in it, but a few interesting things happened. Um, the first game that I was interested obviously in was Inter Miami because we pushed that one hundred and fifty. I don't know how time was. They had they had they had a. Uh, Gonzalo Iguain, their striker, um, was one of those world two world class players I was talking about. He got caught COVID a couple days before the game. Him and his brother, who's on the team too, they both caught COVID, and Inter Miami sucked. So that kind of sucked. But I did have a bet just for fun on FC Dallas too at twenty five to one odds, and they were playing after the Sunday night game. The second half of their playoff game was on. And it was pretty sweet. It went into penalty kicks, and there were 16 total penalty kicks. There are 15 straight hits, which is actually pretty rare in soccer shootouts. 15 straight hits, and then we got a save. We were three kicks away from goalies having to kick against each other. But that was pretty cool. The FC Dallas tied the game in injury time at like 92 minutes with this 17-year-old kid from El Paso named Ricardo Pepe. And uh, he doesn't look 17 to me. Uh, I, I get a little bit of Danny Amante vibes, you know, that Little League World Series player that lied about his age. But, I mean, he's an American, so I'm sure he's from El Paso. I'm sure his birth certificate is correct. And if that's so, like, that's fucking awesome. This kid, he's like six foot one striker, 17. He's fucking huge. I was pretty pumped. But um, there's one uh, one feature story for MLS that uh, had me a little bit triggered online, and, and that's where I'm going to close this on. Uh, Mike, in 2014, in the World Cup that was in Brazil, did you watch the American games? Some of them because they suck, but I try, I try to support. We were pretty good in that tournament because that was when that German coach, Jürgen Klinsmann, was being all like German badass and teaching us to be like not American soccer players, but like real soccer players. And we we were in the the knockout rounds. We had a game against Belgium who's good. And there was this guy named Chris Wondowski. The game was tied the whole game. Tim Howard had like the best goalie performance ever. The game yeah, was tied the whole game. And with like five minutes left, this guy, Chris Wondolowski, he has this wide open tap in. Like the ball is volleyed to him. He's like three yards away from the goal. And he just has to just fucking just, just tap it in, just deflect it. And he skies it. He skies it. And we ended up losing in extra time. And that's all anybody, anybody except for fans of this guy's MLS team, the San Jose Earthquakes, anybody outside of those loser fans, the only thing we remember Chris Wondolowski for is for that shank that he had in the World Cup. 
I like. I personally thought that citizenship should have been revoked. It to be extreme, like the Colombians, because like they killed that guy who had the own goal in the World Cup in '94 in America. We don't do that. We're humane in America, but we should have revoked his citizenship. But instead, that is going on. Internet is like is in was like crying about how great he was, how great of a scorer he was in the MLS. And there was this crazy ass game on Sunday where he scored the game time goal, like at the buzzer at the buzzer, you know, and they ended up like going into penalty kicks. They had, they lost, but still like what a moment for Chris Wondolowski, this MLS legend, nobody, by the way, nobody remembers him as MLS legend. Cause nobody cares. But we remember him for ruining America in 2014, ruining our summer. But now we're in 2020 in this crazy-ass year, and I go on the internet, and everyone's fucking sobbing like, oh, what a way to go out. What a way to go out. Well, this is fake news. Now I understand why people, like, get into the whole fake news things and think these are fake. Because I watched the highlights of that game, and 10 minutes before that game-time goal Wondolowski had, Wondolowski was fed a ball right in front of the goal, point blank, point blank, Michael. He heads it dead center, dead center into the goal, right into the goalie's hands. Like this wide open goal, point blank, just do it anywhere but dead center. Wondolowski fucks it up. There's a counterattack, and they were playing Kansas City. Kansas City scores. So that goal that Wondolowski scored to tie it up, uh, he did not like that. He had to tie it there because he missed a point blank shot earlier. So really that's what Wondolowski is remembered for. I'm reading this tweet from uh, a U.S. men's team fan account. It says a career is more important is more than just one moment. Put some respect on Chris Wondolowski's name. The greatest scorer in MLS history. No, no. Fuck you. Fake news. I have uh, another one from the San Jose Earthquakes uh, fan account. Greatest MLS scorer of all time. No, no. Fuck you. Wondolowski, the fucking goat. No, no. Fuck you. That's fake news. Fuck this guy. Deport him. Revoke his citizenship. He actually came out and canceled his retirement. He had a retirement tour this year. Had like the dark year. And he canceled. He's like, I'm back next year. Probably because he knows like the real way he went out was just like he took America out of that tournament. So whatever, fuck him and fuck San Jose, all West Coast people, get your shit together, stop being weird and stop worshiping this guy who ruined our summer in 2014. And that's my rant. That's my Chris Wondolowski rant. Okay. Well, guys, this is just two bros hanging out podcast. Hi, Steven is ranting. Uh, I think... I think I think I think we've had enough for today. So we'll catch you later, whatever whatever later is. <laughs>